Now, lots of love on the email and text for Robin 515519 N-I-N-E at RTE.ie. Robin was an absolute breath of fresh air. One of the best interviews I've heard in a long, long time. She was She's a great person to speak to. She really uh, knows her sport backwards and just a nice person too. Lovely interview with the darts player. Sorry I missed her name. Robin Byrne. Great clarity explaining her sport and well done to her from Pauline. Now five school friends from St. Joseph's School in Fairview in Dublin play darts every year for a trophy. The Yawa Ikat Trophy, that's what they're calling it. And they've been doing it for 35 years. The five friends have been doing it for 35 years. Their kids play in the competition too now, meeting up in a different place around Ireland every November. The current champ is Barney Tuck, age 61, living in Scaries. Give him a big shout out, please. Well, Barney, the current champion of the five people who play in the tournament every year. Congratulations. That's uh, nice. And the kids are playing too and meeting up and around. Robin was very informative about darts, says D in Dublin. There are lots more of those coming into 51551. Now, All urban spaces have a city architect and there's a scheme being run by the Irish Architecture Foundation which embraces the idea of local towns and villages having their own architect through a scheme called Hometown Architect. Well, Mark Ruddy entered uh, that scheme and his project was one of five selected and he was uh, awarded €10,000 to develop his idea and he joins me this morning all the way from beautiful Belmullet. Mark, good morning. Good morning, Shay. Happy New Year to you. And Happy New Year to you. And beautiful level this. Yeah, absolutely. Nail on the head. It's, it is. <laughs> beautiful morning for here. For anybody, can I, can, I, can I do the tourist ad, if you don't mind? And you, please, can, you can tell please. me more. Now, I've been there three times in my life. And the three times I've been there, it is spectacular. It is. It, it, it is. And it's, it's a matter to see it more than anything because it, 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 has, it has to be experienced. Uh, we're really, as far as it gets, it is next stop New York. Um, but it is wild as it gets. I mean, it has been acknowledged as such the best place to go wild in Ireland. Not many people know of it. It's a little-known corner. It's, we, we, we're the, probably the only region in the whole country that still speaks about baronies, you know, that old land division, because there's a district called Eris, which is this barony that surrounds the town of Belmullet. It's a vast rural district where Wild Nathan National Park sits directly below the largest national park in that wild wilderness that dark sky zone, and then you have the rolling blanket bog running all the way to the north north coast there with the sea stack of Doombridge there. Down Patrick Head, people probably know well from the Falsha Ireland and Tourism Ireland ads. Um, but really, they were surrounded by this this rolling uh, blanket bog landscape, oh. and the national park is just spectacular. I, th- I, th- I think spectacular. the thing the thing for me about Mullet as well, when people ask when I say when it comes up or where would you like to go or recommend place to go, you have to put an effort in to get there. Like oh, you're, you're, sure, not, you're sure. not going to get mean, off the mainline train and be there and there's a taxi waiting for you outside. I speak so much about the blanket bog, but really, you, you're coming through an hour of that and people are going, where, where are we going well, to? it's like Star Wars. And it's when, it's when <laughs> exactly. I mean, it is, it is that length of road. And then when you eventually reach it, it is that spectacular coastal scenery. I know they made famous with, with um, the likes of James Sings played by the Western World and all of those of pieces. You know, the artists, it's like walking into a Paul Henry painting in terms of the coastal scenery, the Inishki Islands, the lighthouses. I mean, it is spectacular. Oh, down, really, down really to Black is. Bla- you, know, you know it well. I do. Down, down to, down to uh, Black Sod, absolutely. it's just, I mean, you could be, it's, it's like the wilderness. When you could head, particularly when you head down south towards Black Sod, uh, onto the peninsula and down. I just think if you could base yourself in Belmont for a week, you, know, you could tour just the peninsula. And that is the time you need. It really is. You run at a different pace here. And I found that since moving back, uh, you know, with, with, with COVID, we moved back into our community here, obviously from, 
come Belmont, but away with study and work over the last but 10 t- years. T- tell, us, so. tell us a little bit about your history. You're, you were born in Belmont. And, and, yeah, and... but born and raised in Belmont. Um, yeah, I went to school here um, and then went, went to university then in UCD. Uh, so I was based in, out of Dublin for six years, um, studying architecture. And then um, running masters then between Stockholm and Queen's Belfast. Um, so, yeah, kind of a rounded education working between London, Dublin, Stockholm, Belfast, which with offices. Um, so, really, it's a it's a mixed game. I suppose if it wasn't for um, wasn't for COVID, I I really you know that there was an opportunity there at that time to merge back into the community here and become engaged within uh, my own community. And uh, that was just really it was a silver lining um, from from that period of time. But it gave us an opportunity to slow down. We were kind of always chasing the next the next contract the next yeah. piece of prestigious work. You know, you're building a career as a, as a young architect and it can be a very challenging environment. And it really just gave us an opportunity to slow down and really gain perspective as to, you know, where are we going with this and what do we want to achieve? And becoming part of your own community, again, was a major part of that. And getting that support from the Irish Architecture Foundation was major in allowing us to sustain from that. Because obviously it's a huge risk to go from being part of these offices to suddenly being out on your own, literally in the most rural place in the whole country. And we'll talk, we'll talk about those projects in just a moment, but just in terms of your daily practice, I mean, you're, are you building extensions and uh, yeah, well, putting porches on and we're, the, bread, the bread and butter uh, stuff? We're still maintaining, yeah. So um, we, when we came back, um, I was working remote from a Metropolitan Workshop, an, an office, a, a Dublin, London office, a great team there. Shout out to Denise and the team. Um, so we're working art, not with architecture and urbanism, so that's really where so this project makes an awful lot of sense, wrapping into that. And I was working remotely with them, but just started becoming more and more engaged with community. Like just on the ground, beginning with the likes of Tidy Towns, the local Chamber of Commerce, you know, local festivals, you're kind of giving your chuppence worth. And then it became, you know, town development societies and ideas of, you know, you're just seeing the potential in certain spaces and seeing the vacant buildings and seeing publicly owned property. I suppose you can't help yourself from getting a piece of paper and start sketching and mooting those ideas and having those meetings with the community and start opening and I suppose, invigorating and introducing, I suppose, and, and a new energy into it. And it's, there really is a great community here, um, out here in Belmont and that Eris district that I spoke about. I mean, it's, uh, We've got, had so much support, and uh, it's it's really been burdened for it um, from that. So it's great great to be so involved as such. But uh, I couldn't have imagined this, you know, four or five years ago, you know, that I would be so embedded uh, back here in the house. Yeah, when you're in Stockholm. Eating waffles and is an island is an island city, you know, and we're surrounded by water here. No matter where you look, there's yeah. water every side it's, of you. So yeah. the last canal in Europe. It's here in Belmont Town, you know, so it's the West, you know. So well, collecting both sides, thing. yeah. Yeah, it's a, Absolutely. It's an extra, Absolutely. that's an extraordinary piece of engineering as well, which has to account for tides. I'm a bit of a nerd for now, sure. so I won't, I won't bore you with that. But I mean, I looked at some of the other projects, and we'll talk about your project now as well. There's one in Ockram sure. in Wicklow, a project in Tume, a project in Listu Environ, a place which is very close to my heart, which um, has had, in some ways, with, with the with the festival, had nearly forgotten its roots as um, as a spa town. And they did a fabulous project there, a vision of well-being. Yeah, yeah. you were an attendee to the festival there, were you? Well, I, I didn't. I, I went before it, because you won't get a hotel room room now, unfortunately, because of various factors, yeah. you won't get a hotel room in List of Iron to go to the festival. But I did meet some local people and they uh, gave us directions and places to go to look at where the where the people used to go to take the waters, which is what developed why List well, of Iron. Well, that's what it was 
so not known for as yeah. such. And I think, you know, from that, from that, you know, the, everyone kind of knows this being Barna for the matchmaking festival and all of that, but really its origins are in that spa huh. thing, you know, the, well, the wellness aspect. The team extracting that there, common knowledge and um, the Axe Studio alongside Shelley McNamara. I mean, Shelley McNamara is one of the stalwarts of the Irish architecture community, part of Grafton Architects, um, you know, Pritzker Prize winning one of our direct shooters uh, in UCD in our time there. I mean, wonderful to kind of be, be alongside, you know, through this process with the Irish Architecture Foundation and the Hometown Architecture Opportunity um, that, you know, you can, you can work with, you know, the five, five in, in 2023, five town selectors, you know, um, five town teams um, that have architects within them. And I suppose you have a range of experience. You know, I'm, I'm young in my career, um, still in my 20s, um, and then you have those, you know, that, that really have, have advanced through. And it's, it's that cross-communication across the whole island. As you, as you said, I mean, teams in tune, Tipperary, um, yeah. Ockram. You know, and the, and the sharing, the sharing of ideas through technology. Could you give us a, just a very brief synopsis of the project that you put together for Belmullet? Absolutely. Well, but Belmullet, really, because we're so heavily involved in, in projects previous, we were actually putting applications into the Heritage Council to protect our historic piers and waterfronts. It is that polder plant town. Literally, as you stated, a, um, there's a bay both sides and a grid plan street um, system was laid out in the early 19th century. Because it, it is, and people won't realise this when they look around towns in Ireland. I'm, Glasson is one of the places I was over the weekend. Uh, yes. They are planned towns. They were laid out, whether it be by the, the barony, the local barony, or by the local lord. They were actually yes. architects and plan planners got together and laid them out in a grid. Absolutely. And I think this is where people, even to this day, come across that back of bog and come into Belmullet. And you can see it. You wouldn't expect it in terms of how rigorously designed and well planned it was. These wide avenues connecting one seafront to another, the large town square sitting in the centre of all the architectural set pieces are still there. I have a, I, I have time, a little, little bit of bugbear about the the square that has been turned into a yes, round, oh, turned oh, into a roundabout. <laughs> and people, that's that's you, exactly you wouldn't even because yeah. you wouldn't even realise it's a market square because it's a roundabout in the middle of it. That's, and this is something that, I mean, all our towns, and particularly, yes, for the planned town, that generosity that was built into them to be these market spaces, these great public spaces, with the type, you know, I suppose the period of the car through the 20th century has started to dominate these spaces. And as you say, Belmont is a very fine example of that, where a traffic island for turning Arctic lorries pretty much is running through the centre of, you know, and it's and a reverse parking running out onto the roundabout. And one has to was really question how, how this even came about. But I suppose it's through the Hometown Architect Project that problems identified such as this can be resolved through communications with the community because the businesses are there and the, you know, suppose they've got used to these traffic layouts, these urban realms, you know, and yeah. these systems that are in place. And uh, it's through communication and not radical ideas, I know you've got to respect local business owners and deliveries and parking outside shops, etc, etc. But there are Absolutely. solutions and I've seen them in different European countries as well, whether a street becomes a closed street where you can park on that street and just walk around the Absolutely. corner and you're at the shop, but there's various different solutions. Um, oh, Absolutely. We have much to learn from our colleagues across Europe and I think it's introducing those key exemplars and starting to test those ideas, you know, demonstrating them. And it's through projects like the Irish Architecture Foundation's Hometown Architect Project that that opportunity is given to us in these towns to, to start demonstrating and communicating, you know, using architectural tools, 
but maybe not the formal language of architecture. You know, it's, it's a way of perceiving and a way yeah. of communicating. But, but, uh, but also, look, we have someone like you living in the town and go and say, listen, what do you think? <laughs> what would you do yeah, in this? What would you do with the space along the quayfront? Okay, they put yeah, a modern building yeah. in. Some of the retail is vacant, but what would you do to make the space a little bit better? If people want to see sure. the projects and 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 find out a little bit more about the hometown architect, where would they go? Absolutely, well, online directly online to the to the Irish Architecture Foundation. The website, the hometown architecture page is there. It gives a description of the reimagined project and the hometown project for the five key towns that were chosen this year, but also. Presently, it is open to applications. I suppose that's the point we really were told to stress. It's open to applications since November for three more architects and their teams to be chosen in, on the island. And I really would encourage my peers, uh, my architecture peers, and for communities, you know, to partner with an architect that is working within their community. Because the opportunity here, in terms of having that resource there, that 10,000, supported directly by the Arts Council and um, through the Department of Rural and Community um, development and it really it's such an opportunity particularly now that we have the town centre first policy in place how that feeds into the yeah. towns because we hear so much in terms of housing and the issues in terms of you know people gaining access to in our generation gaining access yeah. to housing but really look, these rural towns are a big part, a big part of and, that solution and look once we start the conversation people start to get involved don't they once we, once we hear for about sure, it for brilliant. Sure. Mark yeah, uh, we, we've run out of time but I could talk to you all day Mark Ruddy Bell Mullet native sure. and architect hometown architect thanks for joining us 